0: This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in on a Football Friday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams, along with Danny Bailey we're the Double Ds. We're live from Mile High Sports Studios here in the Tech Center DTC here in uh, Greenwood Village. We appreciate you guys being with us. It's the last week of the NFL's regular season. The Broncos play tomorrow, 2.30. That game was moved to a Saturday at 2.30 against the Chiefs. And uh, I'm going to try to go bring JJ to the game. It's to be like in the 50s. Uh, we'll go check it out. Um, maybe get to see the eventual world champs and the Chiefs, to be honest with you, because I think the game as a whole, uh, and we could do our, we usually do our predictions uh, at the end of the show, that's get out of the way right now I think the Broncos get rolled some kind of 31 to 13 type of affair I don't think it's close I think that um a little bit of the fire was taken out of the Broncos after they were kind of eliminated from the playoffs a couple of weeks ago and you saw the you know what that looked like against the Chargers think the Chargers go uh I thought the Chargers you know hammer the Broncos I think the Chiefs go uh and do the same thing here um tomorrow afternoon
1: what yeah, do you me think too. Happens in this game. I'm right there with you. I think it's maybe even more than that. Wow, that they lose by. Yeah, there's a chance
0: they go go give 40 um, points or something crazy.
1: I've heard a lot of people saying, well, they're going to be up big at halftime, and then the starters will sit. But the Broncos are missing a lot of guys now in this last week, and even though people are going to be trying to ball out in the last opportunity they have to make an impression, whether they're not going to be on the Broncos next year, they want to stick around and prove their worth. Uh, The Chiefs have shown that they're back to form. And I think it's great. You and JJ are going to go see Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes is one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL. I hate it
0: and I kind of hate him, but I only hate it's like respect, hate. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like love, hate a little bit. You know, I'm jelly.
1: you don't want him to own the Broncos like Aaron Rodgers no, owns don't. the Bears.
0: I, I mean, like there's um, we talked about yeah uh, yesterday. I don't know, I don't think on the I think it was on the show of like what would make the best storyline for the best Super Bowl, and he said, well, it'd obviously be Tampa Bay and the Patriots. Um, I think sure. that would be true, but also I think that'd be something to a. Um, Green Bay, Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl, and even a rematch of Tampa Bay, um, Kansas City. If Kansas City comes out and plays a better game this time around, so um, there's tons of legacy at stake here already. Not just for Aaron Rodgers. Who's, you know, wins another Super Bowl. And we talk about him as one of the greatest of all time, not just in the Breeze, Farve kind of category. He really takes that next leap into Peyton Manningville, you know. Um, you know, what would another one do for Tom Brady? It's like, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know what else another one just could widens do for the that gap. guy. It yeah. does, just widens the gap. It's a perfect way to put it. Um, but for, uh, you know, say a young guy like Patrick Mahomes to go in there and win another Super Bowl, for one, it'd be um, the Cowboys going, and um, the Chiefs going to three straight, which, which is now dynasty territory. Um, it's like as a Broncos fan, the last thing I want. And like some things are like good for the NFL a little bit, but like it could be anybody else and it'd be like, yeah, that's cool. We need another great, you know, some more greatness, but not with the Chiefs, not with this guy. I hope the Bills can find a way. I hope maybe the Colts can find a way, um, you know, to, to make this happen.
1: Sure. Yeah, and it's huge for Andy Reid too. One of the great coaches in this league for him to get to another one and potentially win another Super Bowl, um, it just goes to show you how much you can accomplish when you have a great coach, great quarterback combination. Totally. And that's something the Broncos have been searching for for years.
0: Um, okay, so that brings us to, you know, um, the season as a whole. I think next week, during some of next week's podcasts, we'll do a little, like, Kind of like year in review a little bit kind of stuff, but Naturally. Yeah. Um but the season as a whole, you know, what would you I don't it's weird to I haven't heard anyone say this yet. Grade out the Broncos season in like a letter grade. What would what would you letter grade this Broncos season?
1: Uh C. I feel like it's kind of a cop out. Um but it's they. Not. They were. That's kind of perfect. They were very average. C and passes, the C is an average, and yeah. this
0: passes for a football team.
1: I'm tempted to give them a D, but I think for what they had, I agree. They I agree. for what they had, they. They did pretty well. A C well.
0: seems fair because anyone who's ever had a C knows, like, how far away you are from an A. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh fuck, I'm not close. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, you know, they're far away from really good, really, you know, legitimate football. And to be a B team, you have to, I don't know, man, you have to be more complete. You know, like the Colts are a B team. You know, I'm mean? like you yeah. got to be a good team to 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 be in that kind of next wave, next stratosphere. I think it's kind of too, uh, too hard to grade the team as a whole. I kind of put you on the spot there, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe unfairly, and well, you have to probably break it down position group, position by by position group. I don't know if I'm really up for that today, right now. It <laughs> sounds just, like a lot of work. <laughs> know, that sounds like something we gotta um, put take some notes for. No, um, it's just like the season that it's been. It's been, uh, I, you know, I'll take it because they mattered. Yeah, like they mattered again in the league. Yep, and and to us, like they mattered again to us. So. You know, big picture, uh, do they matter on, a, you know, more big picture states? No, they're not a playoff team. They're kind of run-of-the-mill and an afterthought. But from what they were to now what they were at the end of the season, whether you want to take a hard stance and say they're the same exact team, they just had an easier schedule, they're shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you want to look at it as like, they're two wins better, maybe three wins. They're a better team. Uh, the defense has been better and there's been a little bit better production and you can kind of see th- some of the young players maturing and this thing's headed in the right direction. No matter, matter how you kind of want to look at it, the reality is up, you know, they played very, very meaningful games in December and if they would have won one more game, then this game might mean something here this week. Absolutely. So, you know, whether you want to say it's empty, it's hollow, they'd only beat, you know, one and a half good teams and the Cowboys and the chargers and their shit you know I would hear that but also it's like I think that the ship is moving in the right direction and like what I don't know what the I don't know what they say to what it takes to turn a cruise ship Around or the Titanic to like avoid the iceberg, like to turn it around. Everything that it takes is like um, so I, you know, it's I I assume that same kind of when you're a a franchise as a down in the in, you know, kind of in the toilet as about as down as you can be. What does it take to turn that franchise around? Well, it's not easy. Um, Sometimes you um, there's plenty of captains who will never be able to find their way. And coaches who won't be able to, um, you know, turn that thing around and into the right direction. It takes a combination and a culmination of things, either a great quarterback, and then it all falls into place. But if you don't have that and you're so desperate and you're searching for the quarterback who can get the most out of lesser quarterback... um, the you know the the most expensive defense in the NFL which they have for the last couple years for some reason I'm not sure for what because what have you gotten out of it nothing so I know you like there's a salary floor and you have money to spend but also it's like I don't know man like is what is what they're doing or what they were doing right I think that George Payton has a vision I believe he has like a real vision and it's about believing in your vision and executing it, getting lucky along the way, taking bold chances, um, uh, making bold draft picks, um, swinging for the fences when it comes to pulling off one of these trades that would be historic in NFL history. Um, I want to think, Danny, that like everything here that's happening with the Broncos in this offseason will be the right place at the right time, the right team for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers, at the right team with the right makeup, with the right young general manager, with the right head coach who might be helped to be hired by one of these two uh, quarterbacks. I'm hoping that um, while, you know, a new owner, um, again, we only talk about, like, this team sucks uh, from the top down and the bottom up because we're so in flux with ownership. If we were a good team, we had a real quarterback, the ownership shit would just be something that's happening in the background. That's Absolutely, not, It's yeah. not an excuse because, again, Pat Bowen is a Hall of Famer. A Hall of Famer, okay? Uh, but um, it's easy to blame the ownership when you have a shit team. So Yeah, uh, people are
1: always looking for an excuse. That was that was an easy excuse. It's that. It's the coaching yeah. staff. It's the quarterback.
0: It is. And those are the three big things. Totally. So, you know, what's it mean? Um just means that these Broncos have the biggest offseason that they've had since Peyton because of the guys available, the uh, young talent around whatever quarterback it's going to be, whether it's going to be a draft pick, um, whether it's going to be, you know, we mentioned the radio show today, um, just food for thought. Lamar Jackson, who turns 25 today, was the fifth quarterback taken in the first round of his draft class. Uh, Dan Marino was the fifth or sixth. Mac Jones was the fourth this year. Um, a year that was supposed to be a really shitty down quarterback year, which Mitch Trubisky's year, where the Chiefs went from twenty seven to ten or twelve to draft Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Pretty good. Sounds like a pretty good quarterback class to me if Patrick Mahomes is in it. So I mean, like my point. Uh, Josh Allen was the third quarterback taken after Donald and shit Baker Mayfield. Uh, my point is, they're out there. Danny every draft they're out there down drafts drafts that are supposed to be spectacular in terms of quarterback talent or oh, well next year supposed to be better quarterback talent no it's bullshit this year there's gonna Kyle Pickett might be a great freaking player might be a great Kenny player Pickett. Kenny Pickett from yeah. Pitt. what did I say yeah Kyle Kyle Pickett who's that I don't know. I think I was thinking of Kyle Pitts, maybe. Maybe. Uh, Yeah. Um, And then Matt Corral is supposed to be a great player. Looked like shit in the bowl game. You know, I don't you know, but he had an incredible season. There's going to be two or three other guys that, because they're combined, because of the hype, will build. I want one of these guys. They might be a no-name. Some of my – I I could hear the argument, well, you don't even know who the guy is and who you want. That may be true, and there'll be a guy or two that I end up falling in love with, but the truth is – you know Lamar Jackson wasn't supposed to happen, and and Josh Allen wasn't supposed to. Happen. Joe Burrow was supposed to happen. Yeah. Okay. Joe Burrow was supposed to happen. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was not supposed to fucking no. happen. He wasn't in Texas Tech. He wasn't a great player in college. He was a good player in college, but no one could have saw this coming except for Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. You know, no one could have saw Lamar Jackson coming and allowed it except for John Harbaugh. You know what I mean? So it's about. Again, finding the right freaking guy because there will be a guy out there. There's going to be a great coach out there, and whether you're going to go ch- um, try to find someone um, who's ever, you know, had a sniff of uh, Sean McVay's nutsack and try to make him t- take that, that magic from McVay and turn it into your own guy, or you're going to try to find an Andy Reid from the Andy Reid coaching tree guy, whatever it's going to be, just make sure it's the right guy. Okay, and that sounds like every hire you make is you hire to make the right guy. But, like, damn, imagine the feeling of, like, drafting Paxton Lynch. And you're in some of your first real big meetings. You drafted him. Okay, like, you know, you liked what you heard. He's got a little moxie and some style, that kind of stuff. And you got your first kind of big meeting or first big practice. And you ask him to go do something. And he just, like, not only is it beyond him or over his head, he physically can't deliver. And you've really I can, realized it for the first time like, oh, fuck. We fucked up. This guy can't play. You know what I mean? That that will happen. But I don't think that happens. Like he, Pax Lynch was like an accident. Yeah. He was like a flyer. You know, I don't want any flyers. I want George Payton to love Kenny Pickett mm-hmm. or Matt Corral. Or, I mean, uh, Sam Howell from North Carolina, who, that? who I thought looked yeah. like shit in the bowl game. Yeah. but like Carson
1: Strong uh, from Nevada.
0: Again, I, I will hear it because, again, there's uh, in a NFL team, 52 or 53 other dudes on a college team. There's like 80 dudes. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like 80 dudes. So it's like you could be an incredibly great player, but you're playing with a bunch of, you know, uh, bums. It's going to be hard to be great. John Owen never went to a bowl game. John Elway at Stanford never went to, he didn't win national championships. There were 500 team. Everything, they kind of, he, he has shit teams. He goes to the NFL, what happens? John Elway is just, you know, he's a man. He's a man child. So, you know, the point is it's scary. It's hard. It's dangerous. Your reputation and maybe your career is on the line if you're, um, if you're um, George Payton, but it's like you have to swing for the fences. You have to, uh, strive for greatness you have to go and you know what the little bit that i've seen in um in george payton i really liked i love the idea that he went and tried to land matt stafford
1: yeah he was in the stafford sweepstakes nine overall maybe what he learned from that is i really have to go above and beyond to get one of these guys no doubt about it he's gonna do that this
0: season to have engaged Absolutely. I love that. Yeah, I love it. To that. have been in on on Aaron Rodgers, which again, Mark Schlaer said was just about a done deal. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how close to the finish line they really, really were. Yeah. That stuff is, you know, kind of very interesting to me. So and it also tells me this guy's ready to do something big, ready to swing for the fences, knows what he has to do. Um, and that's from firing Fangio in forty eight hours from today. Okay. To all the way down, laying out all the chips in And what I said to Jake over the last couple of weeks is, I hope he's been laying the groundwork down on the next coach since last year. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope he's been up Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny Pickett's. Kenny Pickett up his ass back in the hometown talking to the first girlfriend he ever had mm-hmm. and to the first, you know, uh pee uh, peewee coach he ever had and to his teacher. all that. I want to know everything about him, all of it. You know what I mean? I want to turn over every rock. And in the end, I want to make the best, you know, calculated yet, you know, bold uh, decision on drafting a quarterback. Or if I have to give up three first-round picks and everything I own for Aaron Rodgers, it'll be worth it because they'll win 12 games next year. We know it. We know it. It's a, with a certainty, and they'll be competing for a championship. Will they have enough to, you know, get to the, you know, cross the finish line? Well, that's the beauty of letting the games play out. You know, yeah, I mean? Aaron Rodgers so. is
1: used to losing conference championships,
0: so I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at here, and that's kind of like just that's where I'm at right now. Okay, and what I'm kind of excited about, to be honest, I swear I feel like. This podcast we're doing here, this Broncos Blitz podcast on this Friday, what's today? The uh, January 7th. This is the end of an era, this podcast, of this volume of the Broncos Blitz podcast. Because on Monday, when we do another podcast, and when you're in on next Friday, we're going to be talking about the coaching search. We're going to be talking about... um, Uh, our first kind of couple looks at some of the college guys. We're going to have some updates on Russell Wilson, who will be a week removed from his season being, uh, you know, over. And we're going to have a lot to talk about. It's going to be exciting. And I'm hoping that the Broncos Blitz podcast here for the start of the 2022 football season, which to me is – uh five o'clock at the end of tomorrow's Broncos game that's when the season kind of will officially end for me uh the league year doesn't end until you know in the playoffs all that but to me it's a new day a whole brand new day um next, starting next week for the Broncos uh with a, uh, a search for a new head coach and so on and so on and so on I hope they're talking to guys right now they should be I hope yeah. they're talking to guys behind the scenes they're right allowed now. to I hope they are. I hope they have yeah. a bunch of phone conversations with um, Doug Peterson, with uh, Dan Quinn, with Eric Bien and me. all the guys, all of them. I want to hear from all of them. Every guy I want to hear. You know, I want them to have made contact with and got. You know what you do with these guys in these meetings? For one, it's like, okay, what do you think about our team? What do you think about this team? Where we're at? What would you do different? What do you think is going to take us over? The, for one, can't get that anywhere else. These are real guys who watch the league and know the league, and you're getting who are trying to get land your job. Mm-hmm. So they're giving you the truth, they're giving you their best shit, and they're going to tell you things that you don't want to hear and uh, you do need to hear, and that maybe you wouldn't have heard elsewhere from a specific guy or from your own internal guys. Yeah, an that outside makes
1: sense. perspective that always helps.
0: So. That's kind of it, man. That's like, um, you know, we, the Broncos get killed this weekend. Um, we'll know maybe some draft position for them. Some things will be firmed up. And I think Danny Bailey on Monday, when maybe we see you next, we'll have uh, no head coach. And, uh, you know, we'll have a week-long search for the next head coach, maybe longer depending on if we're considering assistant coaches from other teams. But also, you know, what is that? It's that, that influx leaves you maybe missing on guys who will be hired, and it's just hard. There's, you know, Do you make a quick hire? Do you draw this process out and go head coachless for a while? Um, it depends how probably strong of a team, strong of a front office you have. These are all the beautiful questions and the beautiful mysteries we'll be able to ask ourselves. Where could you find this podcast, the Broncos Splits Podcast? You
1: can find this podcast anywhere, starting on the Mile High Sports app, milehighsports.com as well. You can find us on Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast. What about Podbean? It sounds like Podbean, something made up. It sounds Is that made a real up. Thing? I promise okay. you if you look it up, you can find Podbean. You can find this podcast, the Broncos Blitz podcast, on Podbean. All podcast providers, it's going to be there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, give it a listen, give it a like, give it a review, and go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter if you have any comments or any uh, any feedback, or if you just want to get something off your chest. It's been a long season for everybody in no Broncos doubt. country and uh, for everyone in Colorado like when in general. I someone
0: lets us know something they want us to talk about because a lot of times it's something that – you know, you hear a question and you answer it in a certain way or maybe different than the million ways that we've talked about something back and forth. Yeah, I mean, that's, like, the beauty of what we do. But um, last night, you and I went for a little uh, dad ball hoopies at St. Mary's. You were great last night. You filled it up. Yeah,
1: I finally, finally found my shot and well, you, uh, had I, you a know, good
0: night. I think, like, last week, when you have a couple that, like, go halfway damn and rim out you're like damn is there fucking light on that thing what's going on (laughs) but you were hitting everything and you know it was nice to get a little good run in. so I like that Um, that's it that's the podcast let's end it because I think next week you might need to come in and do like uh, if Vic Fangio gets fired which he will you should come and sit on a Monday or Tuesday with Jake and I so the three of us could kind of do like a big big um, podcast of the state and the flux of the team so Uh, thanks Danny Bailey for doing this all year with us Uh, thanks you too I think we got a good thing the three of us Uh, it's fun to do it with you guys again this is like I'm like a radio guy Um, you know if you do a radio show you usually don't need to do a podcast because like the radio show is podcasted Mm -hmm. if you do a podcast you do a podcast maybe you don't have a radio show for our first venturing into kind of podcasting it's been a huge success this podcast is a huge one it's been awesome We kill it. The numbers are great, and it's because you guys are great, too. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and we love you guys, Danny Bailey. Good stuff. Good night, Sheila. Good night.